Haunting and dreamlike are a couple of the more common adjectives used to describe the music of Kramus. The Denver-based singer-songwriter has steadily built an international following over the past few years with a handful of releases, including on the Australian label Hidden Show. I'm Jeremy Peterson, joined in the studio today by Kramus, who's fresh off the release of a pair of singles this year. I'm looking ahead to a full length in 2018. Welcome. Hey, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> nice to have you back. You were here uh, as part of Joe Sampson's band earlier I this was. Year. Joe was here and Esme, and yeah, yeah I just yeah. sang a little. Back here in the studio with uh, Dave Goodhine joining you on electric guitar today. Uh, what are you going to start with? Uh, this is Sea Otter Cottage. It's Kramus in studio. Inches by inches, the captain, he cringes. Stairwells to ladders When the sun seems to matter And the weather is telling Cause the oceans are swelling It swallowed us up It swallowed us up Fortunes and rations Can save us from passion and the boats won't stop rocking And we'll pass due for docking But the skies they haunt gray And the seas won't behave So it swallowed us up It swallowed us up I 
Kramus in our studio, Sea Otter Cottage, the name of the tune. Kramus on vocals and guitar, and Dave Goodhein on electric guitar. Dave, you were playing that, some of those guitar flourishes uh, with a wrench. Yes. <laughs> 11 millimeter. <laughs> 11 millimeter. Yeah. Is, is there something behind the wrench that, that gives it a sound that's... Um, it's kind of equal parts guitar slide and bow. Okay. It's, yeah. a, it's an old trick, probably uh, Robert Fripp or John Cage or yeah, yeah. someone like that. Well, Kramus, you've called Denver home for a, a few years now, but uh, when you were in with Joe Sampson, that was that was my introduction to you. Uh, so, by way of introduction for those who don't know you, uh, where do you come from? Uh, what's the, what's, <laughs> <laughs> what's what's been the beginning uh, and, the, and the middle of this so far for you? Uh, so, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, and I moved here like five years ago. Um, I really have never been part of any scene, and Denver has been the longest that I've lived anywhere, and. I've always focused my music on because I get um, I'm grateful enough to get publicity and press in Europe and stuff. So um, I've always just kind of just made music and never been invited into any scene. And then I met Joe Sampson at Whole Foods. He kind of invited me into the scene. There's two people who really who I love. I love their music and I love how open they are. And they kind of like allowed me to slowly be a part of the scene is Anthony Reptic and Joe Sampson. Yeah, so hats off to those two guys. We're big fans of both of those guys yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, you, so you mentioned Europe. You know, it's not an uncommon thing for an American artist to have a lot of uh, European success relative to what they enjoy at home. That, that seems to be your, your case. It, it's so funny. Like, in 2004, I got sober and I quit music, and now here I am. And I don't know what happened between those things but I was lucky enough to back in the day I had a band and I opened up for tons of bands like Clexico, Spiritualize, Yola Tango, Granddaddy and that kind of gave me a little clout is that the word and then you know when I quit people didn't let me quit and then so I just kept, got back into it slowly and then Jason Lytle jumped on board and then from Granddaddy huh? from Granddaddy yeah. and the next thing I knew like one day I and this is so crazy like one day I woke up and the Flaming Lips posted my music and Mercury Rev were posting it and I was just like I had no clue any of that was going to happen and so it just kind of took off from there and beyond that too is your uh, affiliation with uh, Hidden Shoal the uh, the Australian yeah. label how did that happen and how how's that played a part in your exposure you know I had a lot of ba- I've had a lot of bad music I've made 
and <laughs> and they kind of pried me out of that and they gave me the confidence to really pull the only only reason why I write these songs is because it comes straight out of me I don't know how to write songs I don't know how to read music I just do whatever comes out of me and Hidden Shoal was one of the Cam Merton the manager of the label just kind of lifted me up a little and I don't know <laughs> now I do <laughs> now I'm doing it <laughs> well let's get to more music uh, you're going to be playing uh, a rare hometown show coming up on the, the 25th you're going to be playing on the bill uh, the 25th of January at High Dive I am my friends in the Vatican Vamps are having a CD release party at the High Dive and they're so nice to let me jump on board right in the beginning for 20 minutes to try out new electric you know yeah, I'm just gonna rock it out, I guess. <laughs> Who says rock it out? Do people say that anymore? I'd sure, I say that. Oh yeah, you do. Okay, well then I'm gonna rock it out. <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna rock it out here, but uh, no. What's coming up next? The Wooden Hearts up next. It's Kramus in studio.
My name is Kramus, and this is Kite Ropes. Songs that once made us feel cool. 
more from Kramus playing for us in studio Kite Ropes, the name of that tune and The Wooden Heart right before uh, Locals may have seen you as the cover star of uh, Wash Park Magazine this past June <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh. dig up a copy of that if, uh, if you're wondering uh, what Kramus looks like uh, you, you hear him here in the studio you have a record that's coming out in 2018 what, what can you tell us about uh, this record that's, that's, that's on the way so um, th- I wrote the songs Dave has been putting Dave has been a huge part of this. I never write with anybody, so Dave is the only person that I've really let in to help me. Um we started I started writing and then we started demoing and then I went I got invited to go live in a castle in Ireland. Yeah. Where what? I kept writing and then I went back to Ohio. So half of it's recorded in Ireland, half of it's co- recorded in Denver, Boulder. It's just all over the place. And Jason Lido, granddaddy, is now producing. Jerry Becker from the band Train, he's producing. Uh, Todd Tobias, who's Guided by Voices, he produced. And there's some other stuff. Uh, yeah. what, what, what came out of the Irish Castle? Uh, I mean, how, how long were you there? How long were you staying there? Well, they invited me to stay for 10 weeks to finish writing the album. I stayed for two weeks. That's all I really needed. I It was one of the most beautiful. And I've been to Ireland so many times, and I've played shows there, but this was an, ex- an experience you can't forget. Like, it was, I was in the castle writing songs and recording, and I released one that I really didn't want to release. It was called I Wish I Missed You. Yeah, it's one of the recent singles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like, I, I tried to redo it four times. Dave remembers how much I hated it. <laughs> and, like, the label said no let's put it out let's put it out and so put it out and it did really well so is songwriting for you generally something that that has you know a specific consistent inspiration like say the surrounding environment or or maybe travel or movement i mean is there is there a thing that works better for you than than something else it does it's like um you know if my parents would have given me a science kit at the age of four and not a guitar (laughs) i probably just would have been a science like that's all i know what to do but i I get these stories in my head and they always come out like little fairy tales, like little dark fairy tales, and they just write themselves like a book and then all of a sudden I can't sleep for months and then I um, I freak out a bunch and then I break things. No, none of that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the castle, uh, not the only haunt that's that's brought about new music from you. I, I want to ask you about... Uh, so you had this collaboration with uh, with with Ghost Hunters Grant Wilson, and it actually has to do with the uh, the Stanley Hotel. 
I no, was. noted haunted hotel and and what was weird was I was just doing another radio thing that day and they asked me we started talking about ghosts and I started talking about how I believe in ghosts and I mean I believe in it. if unicorns everything I mean if, if you just listen to my music <laughs> I, it's true uh, so I actually was talking about ghost hunters and then I walked into the Stanley and he was sitting right there I'm never like super starstruck by musicians or anything like that but I worshipped ghost hunters. Like, I was, like, way into it. Like, my wife can't talk to me when it's on. So, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. And, like, there he was. And I was like, oh, my God. I started freaking out. My wife grabbed me. I, apparently, I was walking, like, Frankenstein towards <laughs> him, like, charging at him. And she pulled me back. And I was like, oh, God. And I went up to him and started talking to him. Then, um, years later, after The Wooden Heart came out, um, he contacted me. He's like, I love your music. And so then I said, he, I, I knew he was playing piano. I knew he had quit the show. And we actually have a new song coming out too in between the album. Oh, right very now. cool. Yeah. So we're looking forward to more from that. So. And uh, the, the song that resulted was uh, was Antiquarian Days between you two, right? That is right. Antiquarian Days. The song that we're going to play next.
It's the last of our set from Kramus and Dave Goodhine joining him in studio. A tune called Antiquarian Days. Uh, again, it's January 25th. Kramus on the bill at High Dive. Uh, thanks so much for being here. Hey, thank you so much, you guys. I'm super grateful you let me do this.